Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast 9 of 3 quarters topic of the week is... What if Neville was the chosen one? Part three. Hello listeners, I'm Rhea. And I'm Jem, and welcome back for Neville Longbottom and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Oh, this is the one where we're going to go absolutely off the rails. We have to. We've changed so much. It just can't yeah. work anymore. Okay. So you were saying that you think this is going to be our last mm-hmm. part, but I don't think so, because I don't think there's anything here that's going to kill Neville. Yeah, but there might be some things here that um end the world. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fun. Okay. Let's quickly check back in with Neville last time, because we kind of did this at the beginning of the second episode. Mm-hmm. How do you think he's feeling? How's his position changed? What's Nan feeling? What's going on? Well, I think uh, his Nan would be even more proud of him for like, you know, he really took the initiative this Mm -hmm. time. And even though he thought he might get in trouble and break all these school rules, he did it anyway. And it paid off and he saved all these lives and he and his friends worked together. I think he and his Mm -hmm. friends are closer maybe than even Harry, Ron, Hermione are in in the original series because they've literally gone through all this together every time. Yeah. There was no, this time there was no Harry goes off on his own while the others split up. Yeah. It was the four of them together in the thick of it and they saved somebody. And this also leads into our theory that we've put forward that we don't think Ginny will like necessarily have a crush on Neville. It could be that she has a crush mm. on Hermione, Harry or Neville because all three of them were involved in her <laughs> Glad you left Ron out. Of course, not Ron. <laughs> I'm not, not I'm Ron. not Cassandra Clare, come on. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not George R. R. Martin. We've got this. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it could be any three of those people are the object of her affection because they all saved her. Maybe all three. Love wins. Maybe all three. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> okay. So so I think, well, if we're going with our theory that the Longbottoms are an Aura family, which I like, I think uh, Nan is very proud of, we keep swapping between Gran and Nan, whatever, the same person. Whatever. Nan's very proud of not just like saving somebody and, you know, defeating a monster. I think she's very proud of their investigative ability this time. Because this time they solved Mm -hmm. a mystery. A 50 year old mystery. They solved a cold case, effectively. Yeah. I think she's really proud. And she's worried for the future because, of course, she has to be as Neville's guardian. Mm. But I think she's secure in the idea now that Neville is the boy who lived. He's the chosen one. Yeah. She doesn't know how he defeated Voldemort, but somehow he did it. And, like, she's put her faith in him, absolutely. There's no there's no longer doubt in her mind that he's not going to grow into his potential. Yeah. And do you think Nan and Dumbledore are kind of like, they ha- they sit down every now and then and have a chat? about Neville's development? Because I think they do. 
I think Dumbledore definitely wants to, and I think Nan probably was very into that when Neville was really, really young, because she was... Mm. I don't think she was a member of the Order of the Phoenix. So I think she was a little bit lost when she first ended up with this toddler. And then I think that died off as he was a child. And then when he went back to Hogwarts, I think it started back up again. Okay, interesting. Um, And in terms of how Neville's feeling about all this, I think, um, you know, he's happy to have saved Ginny and helped mm-hmm. his friends he, like he didn't have to go through all that burden of being like I'm the heir of Slytherin and everyone hates mm-hmm. me and all this sort of stuff so he didn't have that humbling experience of coming back from the dregs yeah but I think nobody found out that he's a parcel tongue so I think he no. is except his friends except his friends and I assume he's sworn them to secrecy and all of them understand why even yeah. Hermione in, like, they have to explain it to Hermione but she gets it yeah I think he is very concerned by the fact that he has the abilities of a Dark Lord Mm -hmm. and that there seems to be this connection between him and Voldemort that he can't, like, he can't be in in denial about that. Yeah, because Dumbledore actually talked to him about that at the end of last year, because that's what happens in the original. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think he's very worried about that. Because he has a greater idea of, like, being a child of a cop family, he has a greater idea of, like, what it means to be a dark wizard. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't think he's worried that he's evil, but I think, like, especially with all the, oh, I could have been in Slytherin, the hat, blah, blah, blah. I think he's a little yeah. bit worried that, like, there's more to this than meets the eye. He's, he's a bit on edge. But I also think confidence through the roof, and I, I mentioned this last time, but I didn't come back to it at the end i think he had more to do with the mandrakes and Mm -hmm. i think being a part of not just stopping the monster but like the process by which all of the victims were healed and brought back except for penelope clearwater r.i.p oh yeah r.i.p i I think that had a (laughs) profound effect on him as well we didn't discuss penelope clearwater was dating percy how's percy fucking feel i imagine devastated shit yeah like his girlfriend died but at least well actually because they were sneaking around to meet up does he blame himself oh that's dark he might (laughs) yeah like oh if she hadn't been out in the corridors going to or from a meeting with me yeah oof that's fucking dark sorry percy this might push percy to be more ostracized earlier or it might have the opposite effect of bringing him closer to his family if they come to his aid because usually the reason why a lot of the division happened is everyone's ragging on Percy all the time. But if Percy's literally grieving his girlfriend that died, mm-hmm. like they all might be a bit softer to him, a bit kinder. Yeah, because Ginny knew that he and Penelope were together. That might yeah. be part of the reason why Ginny got snatched a lot quicker because Penelope dies and she mm. goes to the diary and complains about it. And Tom Riddle's like, I've got to take her now or like there's no answer. So shit. Yeah. So Ginny definitely blames herself. Oh, does Percy blame Ginny? does Percy know about Ginny's role in this? Because Dumbledore, like, didn't want to spread it around everywhere, but I feel like her family knows. Maybe her family knows, but I don't, I'm not sure Percy, I mean, Percy is a very logical person. I think he might feel angry and resentful, but I don't think he would blame Ginny because it would be explained to him, like, your sister was not aware of her actions. She mm. didn't know what was going on. She wasn't the basilisk. Like, yeah, she was, was possessed. If anything, he would probably blame Lucius Malfoy. He'd blame Lucius Malfoy and maybe a little bit himself because yeah. if it wasn't for their sneaking around, she wouldn't have been killed. I, yeah, there's there's two ways to go. Either he's more logical and rational 
and he blames Lucius Malfoy himself and maybe like the failures of the establishment to stop this or he goes the highly irrational yeah. route and he blames his father and he blames Ginny and he blames himself yeah I don't think that's a Percy move I think he'd go the rational route yeah I think so as well so I think this brings him closer to his family that's interesting and okay. pushes him away from Lucius Malfoy who's very involved with the ministry so it might mm. push him further away from Fudge might push him further away from the establishment in general if like he sees yeah. it as a failing of the school the fact that penelope like the fact that there was a monster roaming around the school and they didn't shut it down before penelope was killed yeah like <laughs> like and his sister was almost killed as well yeah it was up to his 12 year old brother and his gang of idiot friends to solve this because nobody else could and mm. penelope died as a result of that yeah i think percy's had like he's gone through it <laughs> Wow, this is incredible. Okay. This is this is it's so interesting. It's so interesting seeing how everything ripples out. I'm so glad we're doing this. Cool. Yeah, this is I'm getting really into this. Okay. Okay. Book three. We need to talk we can't just start at chapter one. We've got to talk about what the fuck's going on. Okay. So we know Severus Snape is in prison. Mm-hmm. We know Peter Pettigrew is living a normal life, but always worried uh-huh. that things might come back to bite him. We know Remus Lupin mm-hmm. is has a supportive network, so he might still be in teaching, but he's not, like, destitute. Like, he has this, the help of yeah. James. Mm-hmm. Even though he might be grudgingly taking that support because he feels like he's a leech, maybe. Yeah. What I imagine is that he is very much still trying to live on his own, but he falls back on James for protection and support, mm. basically just with his lycanthropy. So yeah. in the in the Hogwarts mystery games, we see that, like, Lupin sometimes gets priced out of getting wolf wolfsbane potion like sometimes it's too expensive and he can't afford it and like if he goes through periods of unemployment i think james absolutely makes sure that he has a steady reliable supply of wolfsbane potion he never goes without it because you know who james's wife is lily (laughs) the potions master master, (laughs) and he's got that moolah to get the ingredients no matter what yeah so that's excellent yeah so i think between James and Lily, like, supporting him financially to always have access to the potion. Uh, and I think Sirius probably makes sure that he always has a safe place to transform and a safe person to transform with. Because mm-hmm. James can't really be that for him because he's got, like, a son. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a werewolf around a baby all the time. But Sirius, he's not married. He's got no kids. <laughs> yeah, he's an eligible bachelor. <laughs> eligible bachelor. In a big empty so house. I think, <laughs> I think in uh, Lupus... Lupus's? Lupin's monthly transformation Sirius is there with him pretty much all the time Mm. keeping him company and that's how they manage his condition and then the rest of the time Lupin's pretty much doing what he is in the books he's doing odd jobs he's not getting too close to anyone for too long so they don't suspect him often unemployed that sort of thing that's interesting if Lupin is transforming in Grimmauld Place would Sirius be ordering Creature to leave the house while the transformations happen um or would he just leave Creature there at the risk. I don't know. I think um, ooh, ordering him out of the house is interesting because there's no order of the Phoenix. So there's no reason why you would have to stay in the house. Mm. I think maybe he orders him to seal it from the outside yeah. and then Lupin and him stay inside for the entire time. Yeah. Because this isn't a Sirius who's still wild and crazy from his no, he's not. youth. This is one who's like yeah. 12 years after the war. That's, yeah. Like, he's grown up and matured and hasn't suffered endless trauma in Azkaban. And he wouldn't be... not unstable. He wouldn't be targeting all that trauma and all that family shit onto Creature. 
I don't think he gets along with Creature, but I don't no. think he hates and punishes him. No. And so then if he has a bit of a warmer relationship towards Creature, mm. that's interesting too. I wouldn't say okay. warm, I would say cordial. Because Quite, I also yeah. don't think Creature was left completely alone for 12 years to go mad. To go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sirius has managed to find a way to deal with Creature because he has to. Yeah. But I also don't necessarily think he lives at Grimmauld Place. Yeah, good if point. he does, I think he's renovated and like sold that place and he's got his own house somewhere else. Yeah, okay. Maybe he's even freed Creature or passed him on to another family. Yeah, okay, interesting. All right. Mm. Okay, so you are kind of angling us in the direction of Snape is the prisoner of Azkaban. He's the one who breaks out. Yeah, okay. I think that's interesting and thrilling and exciting and I definitely want to talk about it. Tell me how he gets out of Azkaban. <laughs> okay, so... In the original, uh, the Weasleys win the lottery or whatever, and they go on their trip to mm-hmm. Egypt. Egypt. And there's a photo in the Peter paper Pettigrew. with Peter Pettigrew, and that's the inciting incident. But that won't happen in this universe. Well, it could, but it's not going to break yeah. Snape out of Azkaban. Well, Peter Pettigrew's not a rat in this universe, so it yeah, wouldn't happen Yeah, but the well. Weasleys can still have a beautiful oh, Egypt yeah. trip. <laughs> Why not? They can have that's an Egypt trip. Deserve. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That still happens. So what I'm thinking is the only thing that might break Snape out of prison is Lily, right? Is the knowledge that Lily's at Hogwarts, right? Okay. So what kept what kept Sirius sane was two things. Yeah. The knowledge that he was innocent, which wasn't a happy thought, so it couldn't be taken from him by yeah. the Dementors. And the fact that he could shapeshift into a dog's brain and Dementors had harder trouble, had more trouble feeding on the emotions of a dog than a human. I don't think Snape has either of those things. If anything, he has the knowledge of his failure. Yeah. His love from Lily, his love for Lily feels like a happy, actually, maybe it's not a happy thing because he lost her. He lost her so thoroughly. Mm. Maybe, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Okay, I would say his childhood memories of Lily are happy, so that could be taken away from him. Mm-hmm. His memories of losing Lily, betraying her, calling her a slur, and losing touch with her, and she goes off and marries someone else, and fights in a war against him. Yeah. Those are all sad memories, so that's yeah. what he would be stuck with. That would be on Dwelling constant on. replay mm-hmm. in his head. Pretty much the same as in the regular books. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Would he be able to remain sane? Does he have any kind of thought like Sirius had that kept him sane? All I can think of is the prophecy. Okay. Like, hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to switch it so that, like, his actions with the prophecy saved Lily or something like that. Technically, that's true. Yeah. But he's, I don't think he's aware that Lily was ever a potential target of the prophecy. Unless Voldemort explicitly said this could relate to two families, but I'm choosing the long bottoms. Like we said at the start, that's kind yeah, of what maybe. happened. And Snape was like, phew, good thing I'm still a Death Eater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe in his mind, he saved Lily. Okay. And maybe that's a thought that keeps him sane. It was okay. passing along and like, obviously, okay. So from his perspective... Voldemort made the correct choice. Yep. Neville Longbottom is the chosen one because he defeated Voldemort. Yeah. So in his mind, Voldemort chose correctly, but there is a potential where Voldemort chose incorrectly and he went and killed the Potters for no reason and then had to go and kill the Longbottoms later. So in his mind, he's like, by passing along this prophecy, I saved Lily. Okay. And maybe that's what keeps him sane. It could be, we could even retcon a little bit and say that Mm -hmm. 
while Voldemort was making up his mind, Snape, for his own endeavours, said, well, surely the pure blood is the bigger threat. And implant, yeah. like, inceptioned that thought into Voldemort. Not really inceptioned, but, like, mm-hmm. suggested that. And suggested that. Yeah. That's what that's what Snape believes in his mind was the biggest impetus that pushed Voldemort to make the decision to choose the long bottoms. And so mm-hmm. in Snape's mind, that's his thing being like, I saved Lily. Mm-hmm. And that's keeping him sane. That's something to keep him sane. We could put that forward Yeah, there. We've got to give him something. Otherwise, he's just going to be crazy. But I guess, like, he can still be crazy. <laughs> Bellatrix is crazy and she manages to do things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there an impetus that would make him break out of jail well what i was thinking is (laughs) if he does break out of jail like sirius had a clear goal kill peter Pettigrew. great we can all relate yeah if snape breaks out what's his goal is it kill harry does he blame harry for this or does he does he want to kill neville does he have any beef with neville i thought his goal might be get lily (laughs) like yeah well obviously (laughs) i saved her and and she owes me yeah like i'm like i'm her she's mine Mm-hmm. And yeah, then... I saved her. I deserve her love as a reward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical like crazy person speak. Yeah. <laughs> but how does he get Lily? Because he can't just show up and be like, "Knock, knock, it's me, your future husband." <laughs> no. Yeah. First of all, how does he figure out? Like, how how does his adult mind get enough? brain juice to focus on one thing <laughs> like because with <laughs> that's what happens with Sirius the fact that Fudge lends in the paper and he and his brain juice is able to like the, the planets align for one second and he sees Pettigrew and that's able to sort of give him focus there's nothing yeah. for Snape like that mm-hmm. if we want to do this plot we're gonna have to tweak it and give him something because we can't just be like he's an Azkaban that sucks anyway book three <laughs> nothing happens <laughs> book yeah. four tournament time so does he see that like you know Lily's been promoted or something and she's officially earned potions master status or something and it's in the paper I don't know seems like, wild that to be happening now I don't know <laughs> okay let, let me think about what his goals are and then we can think about what evidence he would get of those goals. Mm-hmm. So he wants James out of the way, obviously. Okay, kill James. Yeah, kill James, number one. Best goal. Does he want to kill Harry? Yeah. I would say yeah. Yeah, Harry's not his son. Yeah, he doesn't want Harry. Like when the lion takes over the pride and kills the older lion's kids. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't want James's son around, but he's also Lily's son. Like, Snape dedicates his entire life to protecting Harry in the in the regular books. Maybe he's like, maybe I can convince Harry he's my son. <laughs> Steal Harry, <laughs> take him, Steal kidnap, Harry. <laughs> brainwash Harry, take Lily. Okay, so maybe that's his goal. Maybe I, maybe he's mm. like, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. All right, I'm doing it. I'm putting it together. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Another, just yes. another goal. Another goal, real quick resurrect Voldemort obviously oh, of course yeah absolutely <laughs> but I feel like that's going to be his fallback p- plan once everything else collapses yes so he's like I fucked things up with Lily I lost her but here is my avenue back into Lily's heart okay I can get to Harry tell him everything that happened with the prophecy tell him I'm the only reason he's alive I saved his mother mm. I'm blah 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 get Harry onto my side and then I can use Harry as a hook to draw Lily back to me. And also James has to die in the middle of this somehow. Okay. (laughs) So maybe Harry is his impetus for getting out. Okay. How would he know that Harry is a thing? (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> the Potters win a trip to Egypt <laughs> that they can already pay for. <laughs> yeah. It could be, look, it could be in the paper. It's like, four students save school. And oh. it's because Neville's used to being in the paper. So it's a picture. Yeah, of, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's a picture of the four of them. And like, it describes who they are. And then, like, everything with the prophecy, it all comes rushing back. Boy who lived, blah, blah, blah. Snape gets his crazy juice in his brain. And, yeah. How coincidental <laughs> that Neville Longbottom and Harry Potter turned out to be working together and defeating the Dark Lord. Maybe there's more to this prophecy than I realize. Maybe they're both chosen ones or something. And he gets starts uh-huh. to panic. And he's like, well, that's yeah. his impetus for wanting to get to the Dark Lord and resurrect him as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Yeah. He definitely, like... He's not completely sane. He can't be. He, like, Sirius isn't when he comes out. No. And Sirius had dog brain. And Sirius had the animagus thing. <laughs> yeah, Sirius had smooth dog yeah, brain life precious hack. dog brain Snape does not him. have that. Snape does not have that. He only has his remorse and regret over mm-hmm. what happened with Lily and his loyalty so, to his master. So Snape, like, his logic and reasoning doesn't have to be completely flawless. <laughs> He can have a little bit of crazy as a treat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Does he want to kill James or does he want to expose James as a terrible, non-worthy person? I think he just wants to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too complicated. I think he wants to kill him. He wants to take Harry and then somehow, missing <gasps> wait, step, wait, 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 wait. get Lily. <laughs> okay, so he wants to kill James, get Lily. He wants to take Harry... And he has a theory maybe in his mind because he's seen this picture of Harry and Neville together and he's like, maybe if Neville's the chosen one that takes down Voldemort, I can make Harry the one that brings Voldemort back. And is like this, like ah. the little Lucifer that I want to raise. Like, you know, that's his theory. Yeah, the anti-Neville. The anti-Neville. Yeah, the anti-chosen one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> brain juice. Okay, cool. So he's got his crazy brain juice and he's given it a big chug and he's like, I've got to get out of this prison. I've seen yeah. missing. He's out of the prison. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. How the fuck does he get out? We have to sort of work on this. Sirius literally slipped through the bars and swam to shore. <laughs> yeah, but that's because he's a dog and he's able to do that. Yeah. Snape, what does Snape have? Does Snape, does Snape learn how to fly? Voldemort teaches him how to fly. Maybe he cracks yeah. it on his own somehow. Maybe he learned to fly before he was put in prison and... It, okay. Hang on. Yeah. Snape is the only Death Eater who can cast a Patronus. Maybe he okay. wandlessly casts a Patronus. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, it just took him like years and years. It just and took then, him and then... years to save up all the magic juice to get it working. And then years to finally find a happy memory, which is this memory like, I'm going to resurrect my master and get back the love of my life. That's the thing that he can yeah. focus on to create this mm-hmm. happy feeling and produce a Patronus wandlessly. Yes. Okay, we've done it. <laughs> Excellent. He's out. He breaks out of Azkaban. Okay. Coming out of his cage. He's <laughs> doing just fine. Okay. He's, okay. So, step one, I feel like he's going to go straight to James and try and kill him. <laughs> Does he succeed? Or is he like, I should, wait, save it. <laughs> save it. <laughs> I'm all up to that. I'm going to build up to it. Yeah. The well, first step is he needs to get to shore. Second step is get a wand. <laughs> yeah. Swim to shore. And then hide from all the Dementors and Ministry people and shit yeah. like that. I've, which is a lot of effort. That's going to be hard because he's the world's most wanted man, only man to ever escape from Azkaban. Who could he be? And he's not, he's an, not an Animagus. So he yeah. is going to have a harder time being on the run, but I have faith in the boy. I think he can do it. He's going to get yeah. a wand off someone okay. and then he's 
we know that he's a I was about to say an accomplished magician. No, he's not a magician. He's an accomplished <laughs> wizard and a dark wizard as well. I think he can do it. Okay. He's also the potions master. He can polyjuice himself constantly. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's like he isn't able to get his plan in motion and get running sort of like looking around to find James and stuff until all the kids are at school. I think so. That seems yeah. fair. Because then a big part of his plan, Lily and Harry, are in a safe place that he can't get to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher? Lupin, right? Well, Lupin was hired because Sirius Black was on the run. Mm-hmm. Is Snape like... Sorry, not Snape. Is Dumbledore like Snape's greatest enemy slash friend, Remus Lupin, the perfect person to bring into this hot cauldron of plot developments I'm making? Or is he Sirius. like... Maybe I should try and get in, I don't know, James Potter or Sirius Black or something like that. Like someone that Snape hates more and try and lure him to the castle for some fucking reason. I mean, I do see that, but James and Sirius aren't teachers. But then again, what's stopping them? What's stopping Dumbledore from hiring someone who's not a teacher? Yeah. Moody's not a teacher. He's an aura, but like... Yeah, neither's Lockhart. Lockhart um, wasn't a teacher. Snape, Dumbledore doesn't care about that. He will put his yeah. schemes and machinations above qualifications any day of the week. <laughs> so maybe Lupin was like on the books and like Dumbledore's like, yep, yep, we're going to hire Lupin. And then Snape escapes and he's like, actually, we're going to hire James Potter. <laughs> mm. I like it if we hire, if we bring James Potter in as the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher because super mm. ultra cringe moments for Harry, both of his parents are teachers. And also yeah. that explains away why Snape's first move was not to go to the Potter house and fucking brick James Potter on the back of the head. It's yeah. hard to get to him. He's at Hogwarts. Yeah, he's at Hogwarts. He's at Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then that also gives us our he's at Hogwarts moment. So everybody thinks that Snape's after Neville for some reason. Because he's okay. a Death Eater, But I, I thought guess. that it wasn't until Snape escaped that Dumbledore made James a teacher. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind, then. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Maybe they just assume he's after Neville because he's the world's most special boy. Yeah, the world's most special boy and Death Eaters can't be near him, otherwise the universe will implode. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Big fan of us just constantly calling him the world's most special boy, because I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about Neville. Okay. Does anything okay. happen over his summer holidays that's significant? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. Like, I'm looking through our plot synopsis. We're going to go wildly off this. But, like, Harry gets birthday presents. His aunt's there. He explodes. Uh, none of this is happening because he's living with his parents. The night bus. He, now he's in the leaky cauldron and living Doesn't in Diagon matter. Alley. None of this is going to happen. We're going to go straight to, like, high security. Neville gets escorted onto the Hogwarts Express, meets Mm -hmm. his friends there, the Dementors on the train. Like, there's no reason why any of the other plot of the third book is going to be happening. Does Hermione still have Crookshanks? I think so. There's no reason why she wouldn't get a cat. Ron doesn't have Scabbers, though. No, he doesn't. Does Ron have, like, an owl or something, I guess? (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) Well, he, he inherited Scabbers from someone else. Percy. So... Yeah. He wouldn't... Like, no, if yeah. Percy had had a rat, it would have just died of old age. And Percy still has Errol the owl, so... Yeah, yeah Ron just doesn't have a pet. That's fine. Yeah. He either um, has no pet or he has an owl or a toad or something like that. Okay. Uh, another thing that I think is a change, toads have come back in a big way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, ever since Neville, the world's most beautiful special child, had a toad as a thing, they're, like, all the rage now. Everybody wants toads. And there's all it's different the kinds. It's great. It's yeah. good for toads. Yeah. Great for toads. Neville still is not a big fan of Trevor. Trevor gets lost somewhere in this book. <laughs> okay. 
are the kids sitting with Harry's dad? No. No. <laughs> They're not. James Potter would not be taking the train because he's too poor to get there any other way. He would have gone to the castle with his wife. <laughs> right. So what happens when the Dementor comes in? Do they die? Because <laughs> hmm. the Dementor wants to get that, pre- that precious soul that's inside of Neville. Mm, wants to get mm. that, that bad juice, yeah. the depression juice. Okay. Well, I feel like the Dementor comes into the carriage, Neville screams and passes out or just passes out because of his bad trauma memories. I feel like the yeah. other three aren't doing shit all about it. No. They would be trying to defend and protect their friend somehow. Maybe they throw something at yeah. the Dementor? <laughs> Are they going to get arrested? Ginny's also okay. there too. Ginny's also there too and she goes white as a sheep because of course she has trauma yeah. as well so really the only three on their feet as you said are like Harry Ron mm-hmm. Hermione yeah are they throwing shit at it are they trying to cause attention is there anyone on the train that can produce a Patronus, Patronus Tom there's no adults on the train except for the conductor of the train who is driving the train okay and the trolley lady, trolley lady. <laughs> does she pull out her claws and defend the train as we all know she canonically can <laughs> I mean I hate to say it, but maybe, but I'm hoping that either trolley lady or guy conducting the train knows how to do at least some kind of Patronus or ward away the Dementor. Yeah. Hopefully. I feel the Dementors are kind of going rogue when they go after Harry in the book and they have to be controlled because they're not really in control of themselves. Yeah. They're indiscriminate police force. They go after into that carriage because Neville is there and Ginny is there. Yeah. So... Yeah, they're kind of fucked unless the train conductor or the trolley witch can cast Patronus. And yeah. so we're just going to hope that they can. We've we've um, got to hope that someone comes along at some point. Because I don't think... I don't think the Dementors are going as far as to kiss Neville. No. Uh, they're not that out of control. No. At this point. Okay. So that all occurs. So I feel like it, it goes worse. Like, maybe, maybe it's like an hour or something before somebody comes to help. But I feel like... Someone is going to notice the train's being delayed. Okay. And, like, is going to go looking for what's going on. Like, someone's going to interfere at some point. But this might be a much bigger incident than it was without Lupin there to help them. Yeah, I don't think Harry's going to die. But, like, he'll just... Neville's going to die. Sorry, I don't think Neville's going to die. But he'll just be knocked out and very, very ill. And maybe even more afraid of Dementors than Harry was in the original. Yeah. Because he doesn't know that there's a way to defend himself from them. Yeah, I think he'd be looking Um, for that. Like, Hermione's going to be researching for him. I think maybe what happens is Neville passes out. This creature seems very, very scary and bad. Ron, Harry, and Hermione scared out of their minds, pull out their wands and use whatever magic they can to try to drive it away. That's going to attract the attention of other Dementors who are going to swoop in there. And eventually some sort of adult, maybe the train conductor or the trolley lady is going to come along and break this up. Like they're not going to let children die on the train. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's what happens there. Yeah. It's much more of an incident. Like Dumbledore's got reason to go complain to the ministry and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. No one knows. No one knows maybe except the trolley witch or the other guy that chocolate mm-hmm. is what you need to recover so maybe yeah. neville actually shows up at hogwarts still passed out neville and Ginny probably like yeah. really crook um really crook. <laughs> which is also embarrassing well, in, yeah in the book like harry gets pulled aside anyway to be like time to check you over and he's like i hate this i hate it when people take care of me yeah. so like that's still happening and hermione's being given her time turner oh we've got to talk about extra not extracurriculars um 
Subjects. What subjects are they taking? Uh, well, Neville's definitely taking like herbology. What extras? Herbology. Is he doing care of magical creatures? I think maybe the maybe the gang all choose to do care of magical creatures together. Mm. I think Neville would. Well, Neville takes care of magical creatures in the books. I like, guess just whatever Neville chooses in the real life. Like you know, what's yeah. stopping him? Because the way that Harry chose his subjects was that Ron picked it randomly, like yeah. literally at random picked his subjects, and Harry picked whatever Ron was doing. Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't want to be alone. So that's what those boys would have done. No, I feel like Harry, raised in the wizarding world, would have a better idea of what his subjects are and might have an idea of what he wants to do with his life and would choose accordingly. Yeah. So I don't think he's doing divination. Is the big change here? Because why would he be? Yeah. So, but Neville chose divination in the original, so maybe Neville wants to do divination? Maybe. Maybe because well, he doesn't know anything about the prophecy. Why did Neville choose divination? See, the books do kind of a stupid thing where they're like, Harry and Ron chose their subjects randomly, but then every time Harry and Ron go to an extracurricular class, all of the Gryffindor students are there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all of the Slytherins chose to do care of magical creatures. Why? Why is Malfoy doing care of magical creatures? I think there's shit about that. <laughs> I know it's pretty slim pickings, though. Yeah, I feel like it is. Like, like ancient runes or whatever. Let's just say, for the ease of the conversation, that he just does the same classes that he does in his regular. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was trying to lead away from doing divination because I thought that would give us trouble, but that's fine. They just do the same ones. <laughs> so they still do care of magical creatures and divination. All right. Okay. So that's important then. Well, Hagrid's obviously the new teacher. Dumbledore's like... Unless... Yeah? Dumbledore actually... Because the reason why Dumbledore hires Hagrid is because he likes Hagrid Mm -hmm. and he recognises that Hagrid has a special bond with Harry and his friends. Yeah. But that's not existent in this universe. So Mm -hmm. maybe Dumbledore hires Lupin. Yeah, that's a good point. Because Lupin has a good way with creatures. Lupin's good with creatures. He's qualified as a teacher, we assume. Yeah. Dumbledore's definitely trying to put all of his pieces on the board. So maybe he's like, let's bring in... (laughs) <laughs> let's bring in James as Defense Against the Dark Arts and Remus Lupin as Care of Magical Creatures teacher. Uh, let's see if he can fit in serious. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> where can we get serious into this fucking castle? Because you know Dumbledore wants to bring him in. <laughs> it's too funny. It's too funny. Okay. okay. Um, can we can we ship Lupin and Sirius and say they're in a romantic yeah. relationship? Because yeah, why it's not? Pride Month. <laughs> It's definitely not Pride Month by the time you're listening to this. We recorded these all on the same day. Okay. So then is Sirius around just because he's married to one of the teachers? Like, I I don't know if he's living in the castle or anything like that. What's the rule for spouses? I don't think you have them. No one has a spouse. Yeah. You have to be single. <laughs> Vow of celibacy to be a Hogwarts professor. Well, it could be if Lupin and Sirius have this arrangement where maybe they're dating. But also, mm-hmm. we established before that, like... Sirius's place is a safe space and like Sirius is supporting Lupin through his transformations and all this Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Maybe Sirius is like, oh, you've got this job. This is a great opportunity. Do you want me to come with you? And I can just rent a room at the fucking Hogshead. Mm -hmm. Not the Hogshead. Um, whatever. Uh, three Three broomsticks. And I'll just always be there if you need someone to come to like, you know, free transformations, whatever. Yeah. So like maybe he's visiting once a month for like a few days when he transforms or something. Maybe he's there every month when he transforms. That makes sense. So he's around. Yeah. Even if he's not living in the castle there 24 seven. I don't know what Sirius is doing with his time. Does he have a job? No. Why would he have a job? I don't think any of them really have jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Sirius has got to be living off that black fortune, right? Because everybody else died. 
Sirius is just dicking around with his money, like James. Yeah. But he's well, not a father. Both of them wealthy layabouts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except James, I imagine, is like a stay-at-home dad yeah. for a bit. But anyway. And now he's got a job. <laughs> now okay. he's jo- got a job, yeah. Okay. Oh, we forgot about Peter Pettigrew as well. <laughs> is Dumbledore trying to get him to the school? <laughs> we need a new caretaker. Ooh. Peter Pettigrew. Interesting. Definitely, definitely the main ones are all there. Remus, Snape, Sirius. Yeah. No, sorry. Remus, Sirius, James, because those are the ones who were involved oh. in the prank. And Dumbledore's like, well, if Snape's got a score to settle, it's the prank. So let's recreate the, the circumstances that led to that. Bring everybody to the school. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Peter Pettigrew's gone missing. That's what's happened. As soon as Snape has escaped from Azkaban, Peter Pettigrew's faked his own death and gone on the run. Because because he suspects that Snape knows? He suspects that Snape remembers that he traded secrets to the Death Eaters and maybe okay. he's wanting to exact some sort of revenge. He's always jumpy and he's waiting yeah. for the moment that his past is going to come back to bite him. Okay. And he thinks this is the moment. So he's faked his own death maybe or like gone on the run or gone missing. No one knows where Peter is. So maybe this that's what Sirius is doing. Looking for Peter. He's like, once a month I'm coming to help Lupin, but the rest of the time I'm looking for our good friend Peter yeah. who's gone missing. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Everybody's in their place. We've arranged the board. Okay, let's play. (laughs) Okay. So uh, the first thing that we do is we go to divination class and Trelawney's like, Neville, you're going to die. (laughs) Yep, yep. I think also we should take into consideration that um, when they arrive at school, James is definitely one of the first on scene because he would have heard what the fuck happened. Oh, of course. Yeah. And he would have been like... James oh and my God. Lily are there. James, yeah, James and Lily, like both our kids were there and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're checking their, on their own kids. They hear the story and they hear that like, you know, Neville and Ginny were really affected by these Dementors. And so mm-hmm. James is instantly like, well, kids, I'm going to make sure to teach you guys how to do a Patronus this year. <laughs> yeah. Because James because is like, course. fuck the curriculum. Of course yeah. he is. So that's going to be like something that he teaches in class and also like offering extra lessons after hours to sneak around the castle, kids. <laughs> I'm a good teacher. Yeah. 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 For Neville and for his son, probably. And anyone, anyone else. Everyone who wants crew. to go, which is going to be yeah. all of our main quadro. Yeah. Okay. So that happens. Yeah. Divination. That's wild. Great. Love that. D- yeah. Okay. The other thing that happens is Buckbeak attacks Malfoy. I don't think Lupin brings hippogriffs to his first class. No. <laughs> no. I think we can still do this because Lupin is going to be sick every month. And I think yeah. Hagrid could step in as substitute or Professor Grubbly Plank. What do we think? I think Hagrid, if it's only for like a week out of every month, Hagrid mm. just steps in as a substitute. Cool. Otherwise, it's too much effort for Grubbly Plank. She's actually retired. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to get <laughs> Hagrid bringing hippogriffs to class, Malfoy getting injured but it's going to happen later in the story, not the very first day of classes. Yeah. Okay. Then we get the Bogart in the wardrobe. Do you think James is wild and off the cuff enough to do that with the class? I, I think, think so. so. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, cool. <laughs> What's Harry's greatest fear? Harry's fear. Yeah. Neville's is going to be... Is it going to be the Dementors or is it going to be Voldemort? I feel like Dementors, maybe... Or maybe Voldemort. I don't know. I think he has a better idea. I think he's... Okay, because he was raised in the wizarding world, mm. he's had Voldemort as the greatest threat and yeah. he's got it out for you personally, broadcast to him every day for the first 10 years of his life. So maybe Voldemort would be his, his biggest Yeah. Fear. Okay. Harry, eh, it doesn't really matter. He's not our main character, but um, yeah. 
Who yeah. cares? He's afraid of something. Clowns, maybe. <laughs> and what's James's biggest fear? Because he's going to jump in front of <laughs> um, Neville, right? To, pr- um, to protect the class from seeing Voldemort. I think James's greatest fear has got to be losing Lily and Harry. Yeah. Because Deadly he spent a year in hiding, being like, Voldemort could come for us at any moment. And the only reason the, they got out of hiding was because their good friends, Frank and Alice, were killed in their place. Yeah. So he's... They're like... The whole... Yeah. The whole class is going to see a dead potions professor and dead <laughs> classmate on the ground, which is very upsetting. <laughs> very upsetting. First class chaos. James disciplinary action. <laughs> Harry's very embarrassed. Mm. Deeply, deeply embarrassed. Okay, cool. That's so upsetting. And it's kind of interesting foreshadowing for what's going on in the background with Snape. Yeah, it is. Themes. We're weaving a beautiful narrative. (laughs) Next thing. Okay. Then it's the flight of the fat lady. So in the real book, it's Halloween. There's some Quidditch stuff going on. That doesn't really matter because it's happening to Harry, not Neville. Snape appears, Snape's like, here's a mystery potion for you, Lupin. That's not going to be a mystery because I feel like Harry would know that Lupin's a werewolf because Harry's like, Lupin's one of his uncles. Hmm. He would keep that quiet from his friends, I think. Yeah. But like, he's not gonna... it's not a mystery that everybody's going to be solving. He's not going to out his uncle. Like, if it comes to a point yeah. where the, the rest of the crew is suspecting his uncle of foul play or something like that, he might step in and be like, guys, no, he's, he's a really good guy. He just has a condition and he'll explain it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's he's just ill, but like I've known him my entire life, I trust him completely. Like yeah. there's nothing going on here. Yeah, so there's no like what's wrong with Lupin subplot. That's just not going to be a thing. It's like he's just ill. Yeah, whatever. So Sirius Blake's breaks into the castle, slashes the fat lady portrait, is trying to get into the common room. You mean Snape? No, I'm saying in the original Sirius oh, does right, that. Right, right. What yeah, is yeah. Snape doing? Well, how does Snape break into the castle? He's not an animagus. No. I feel like he can still be living out in the forest or yeah. should he be living in Hogsmeade and he's taken the place of somebody there and is using Polyjuice Potion to disguise himself? Probably his best bet is to use Polyjuice Potion. Yeah. I think he's a master Legilimens, not Legilimens, mm-hmm. Oclemens, blah, 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 whatever. He can pretty much take memories out of somebody and replace them yeah. perfectly. Like, he's a spy. That's what he did. Yeah. So maybe he grabs um, Madame Rosmerta or Aberforth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Aberforth is a wild choice. Imagine taking Dumbledore's brother. <laughs> crazy. crazy. So crazy it just might work. <laughs> well, Dumbledore's not good friends with his brother, so maybe he would never go and initiate a conversation with him. Maybe the perfect place to hide is in plain sight. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's actually, look, I said it as a joke, but hang on. <laughs> Maybe we're onto something. And also, who's to know that Aberforth and Dumbledore are brothers? Because Aberforth yeah. doesn't go by, oh, I'm Aberforth Dumbledore. He would just say, I'm the innkeeper. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Abe to his friends. But like, mm-hmm. but Snape would realise, obviously, if he was he would like, have to realize. taking on... Because legitimacy, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Dumbledore, the Dumbledore brothers are in contact. Yeah. Because, like, we know that Aberforth passes information to him throughout the series. But I don't think they're close. I don't think they meet in person. No. It would be occasional letters with tips and things. So, interesting if Snape does take the identity of this random barkeep that he's, like, gotten a room with. And then he takes his identity, realises through Legilimens, oh, this is Aberforth mm-hmm. Dumbledore. And mm-hmm. he's like will this give me an edge? Is this an advantage? But really it's to his disadvantage because Dumbledore stops getting secret messages from his brother. 
mm-hmm. and he's like, hmm, <laughs> something's mm-hmm. up with Abe. Also, also, this portrait of the dead girl in the house is really depressing. Yeah. I hate that here. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are we going with this? I think so. Yep. I think that's the most interesting of the options that we have. I think Snape would because be... Because otherwise yeah. it's like, he's living with Mopsy Fleabert, like Sirius was supposed to be in the story. Snape would be drawn towards the Hogshead because it's like not popular. No one really goes mm, in there. Seedy. It's full of suspicious characters, so it's not suspicious if he goes in like cloaked and hooded. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a good place. It's a good place to hide. So that's his home base. Yeah. So he's hiding out in Hogsmeade. To me, it makes sense that he would... Oh, hang on. Hogsmeade. So there's no reason why any of the kids wouldn't be able to right. go. Yeah. So... Right? They would have all that's... had the signed permission forms. Like maybe yeah. Nan is like, no, because there's a criminal on the loose and I worry about you. Mm. And would never follow her advice or would he break the rules? I don't know. I would say book one Neville or canon Neville would follow her advice, mm. but we've grown him a lot in our version and he's got these reckless friends with invisibility cloaks and stuff. Yeah, he might break the rules. So Snape isn't he might break the rules. Snape isn't going to break into the school. That's that's a dumb person's move. What he's going to do is he's going to wait yeah. for the opportunity for the kids to have their Hogsmeade weekends and go looking around for Neville mm-hmm. and, and Harry. He wants to grab Harry. Does he want to grab Harry before he kills James or does he want to kill James first? I think he, he in this order, he wants to kill James, kill Neville if he can, because that's an extra bonus. Yeah. Grab Harry and get Lily. That's his order. Or is he like, I shouldn't kill Neville. I should leave Neville for the Dark Lord when I get him back. Maybe, maybe that's his plan. Okay. But definitely kill James. I don't know if he's thinking that clearly. I think, like, he's willing to kill Neville, but I don't think kill Neville's on his to-do list. No, I think it's, like, if he has the opportunity and no one's around. Mm. Okay. why not? Yeah. So I think Snape's first target is going to be Sirius Black, because he hates Sirius Black. Sirius Black is in Hogsmeade, not Mm -hmm. up at the castle, and he's like, if I take him out, it will lure James out of the castle. Is he successful? Does he kill Sirius? I don't know. I don't know how to push the for- the story forward if we say no. I think he does. Because if he's got the skin of Aberforth on him, like if he's mm-hmm. apologies as Aberforth, Sirius would have no reason to suspect anything if he's walking down the street and he sees Aberforth. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? And if Aberforth is like, oh, come in for a drink, I need to talk to you, I have a message from Lupin. Yeah. Snape, oh, Snape would love luring him in and poisoning him. Yeah, he would poison him. 100%. That's so... Of course he would. Like, he wouldn't risk a duel out in open air. He's going to poison him. Yeah, he's going to be like... He'll he'll piece together what's going on with his spying abilities. That mm-hmm. Lupin and Sirius have this connection and they, they meet up and it's like Sirius is there for Lupin. So if he says, oh, I, I'm the innkeeper at the Hogshead. Lupin sent me a message to give to you. Come talk mm-hmm. to me in private. I don't think Sirius would suspect anything. No. <laughs> I think Sirius might just be going to the Hogshead relatively regularly mm. anyway like just to get away from the the hustle and bustle of the three broomsticks he might just want a quiet mm. moment so yep very feasible that snape just poisons Sirius, and then that sets the plot mm-hmm. way more into motion yeah and like not nicely not cleanly no. it's gonna be some horrible takes days to kill him sort of potion yeah yeah like Sirius is gonna die painfully horribly mm. in a way that is can't be traced back to aberforth yeah Okay, that's nasty. Uh, but you know who would have a stake in 
figuring out how that might have occurred is Lily because she's the potions master. Mm. So if she's able to do some kind of wizard autopsy or figure out what killed them, mm. that could be a good mystery solving thing. Yeah. So as yeah. soon as Sirius dies, oh wow, I'm so bummed that we killed Sirius in book three. That sucks, yeah. man. But Can yeah, it feels like the most logical move. <laughs> so Sirius dies. Obviously, James, Remus, Lily, all devastated. Mm-hmm. He's one of their oldest, dearest friends. They're all going to be like, yeah. Snape did this. Obviously, Snape did this. Of course he did. He's yeah. here. Blah, blah, blah. They're on guard. They're now looking for him. Harry also is going to be like, my beloved godfather, mm. devastated. Snape did this. He doesn't know anything about Snape and his connection to the family. Of course not. But now he's investigating. He's He's got his friends in as well. And you know what? I wonder what they think about Peter in all of this. Because they must assume now Peter's dead. Yeah, like, Snape killed him. Peter's dead. Like, Sirius is dead now. Like, who's next? Like, yeah. this is something to do with us. That's probably what they think. They're like, Snape must have gotten to Peter mm. basically as soon as he escaped. Because Peter disappeared around that same time. Yeah. Peter's dead now. If I was in the position of James or Lily, I would assume... Remus is next, then he's taking out James. Yeah. That seems to be what's going to happen. Does the school go into lockdown? (laughs) The school's already on lockdown, because I think everybody assumes Snape's after Neville, so there's still uh, the Azkaban guards around the entrances and all that sort of shit. Mm. So are the children having Hogsmeade weekends? (laughs) I think a murder in Hogsmeade... No, I think no. No. I think Hogsmeade weekends are cancelled. So that's actually not worked in yeah. Snape's favor. Because he's crazy, his emotions got the better of him, and he acted too quickly, and mm. now it's bit him in his own bum. He can't get access to the rest of the people he needs to get access yeah. to. But, like, definitely he still kills Sirius, because he hates him. He hates him. He wants him dead. But maybe, before he killed him, he occulments the fuck out of him and realized all the secret entrances into Hogwarts. Mm. So now he has that information. Okay, so now yeah. he's in Hogsmeade, he can now get into the castle via the Whomping Willow tunnel. Yep. Okay, but here's the thing. Good to know. So this is this is a question that I have about canon as well. Several people, including Dumbledore, know about the secret tunnel under the Whomping Willow. Mm-hmm. And nobody guards it in the third book. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything going on in this book which would change that? Well, obviously we've got James and Lupin that know about it too. Mm-hmm. And are on fucking guard because their friend's just been killed. But they might be doing their own precautions. Yeah, it. so do they take the attitude of... Because what I kind of felt like was Lupin, at least, in canon, was like, mm. I don't want to tell the Azkaban guards about this tunnel because I'm kind of hoping that Sirius is, lo- is using it so I can catch him. Yeah. So maybe James, at the very least, is like, well, Lily doesn't necessarily know about this. James is like, I want Snape to come for me because I want to fucking kill him for what he did to my best friend, Sirius. Okay. And so they want to, like, they don't know that Snape would know about the tunnel because they don't know the Snape's legilimens, do they? No, but Snape knows about the tunnel from the prank in childhood. Right, of course he does. He didn't get all the way to the end, but he knows that it's there. So yeah, they might want to leave it open as like a come get me bullshit thing. Yeah. The only thing that okay. makes me hesitate there is James would be risking his wife and child in doing that. Mm. But And that's his biggest fear. And that's his biggest fear. And he has matured. I think he has matured, but I think losing Sirius would be so devastating. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he's not thinking clearly. 
And yeah, Lupin okay. would be egging him on as well. Because Lupin's not perfectly calm and rational. And he's no. also just lost Sirius. His boyfriend, yeah. Okay. His boyfriend, his love. Sirius, my beloved. <laughs> what are the kids doing? Are, are the kids doing anything? They're just going to class? <laughs> okay. So we've gone from Flight of the Fat Lady. <laughs> the next, like, I'm I'm looking at the book synopsis, but it's going to be so different. Yeah. So, oh God, everyone's obsessed with Sirius Black. Harry's getting basically escorted from place to place. Qu- Quidditch matches. Oh, Harry sees the Grim during the Quidditch match and falls off his broomstick. None of this is happening. No. Then there's the Marauders map. Then he's sneaking out of the castle. Again, I don't think this is happening. I don't think Fred and George in this scenario are like, here, Neville, have this map sneak out of the school. No. Yeah. When someone's died and like Hogsmeade weekends have been cancelled, like it's different. Yeah. So the Marauders map stays with Fred and George. Well, do you think James or Lupin would try and get it back? Um, they, yeah, I mean, if I was showing up at school on day one and, like, none of this bad stuff had happened yet, I would be looking through Filch's office to look for it, yeah. to give it to my my son. Yeah, I think they'd be trying to find it, and it's a matter of whether they figure out that James, Fred and George have it or not. I don't think they would figure it do, out. Because if they do, I think they want to try and get it back from him. No, I don't think they'd figure it out. So maybe Fred and George just pass it on. I think they give it to Ron. I don't think they give it to Neville. No. Yeah, they'd give it to Ron. Because... Like, in canon, at this point, they're they're ready to let go of the map. They give it to Harry, even though it's kind of wild that they don't give it to their brother. Mm. Because they're like, we've learned all we can from this, blah, blah, blah. And maybe they're like, they've heard the rumors that Snape is going to maybe try and kill Neville. And they're like, you know, it might be good for you and your friends if you have this map to... Monitor. Monitor. Keep an eye on shit. Yeah. So all the the quads, the quadro, are using Mm. the the map to check if Severus Snape is on the grounds, I guess. Yeah. And I think at this point, you know, they're learning how to cast Patronuses. Mm-hmm. I think I think Harry's still pretty naturally gifted with this because Harry's naturally gifted with Defense Against the Dark Arts. I don't think that changes yeah. just because he's not the chosen one. Neville yeah. manages it, though, because he, he does yeah. in fifth year. He does manage it. He just might need more practice. Yeah. I think he can do at least an incorporeal one. I think Hermione struggles with it. Mm. Maybe Ron can get it, whatever. They're learning this thing. I think <laughs> Harry is also looking for answers about who Snape is and why yeah. he attacked Sirius and maybe Peter as well. And I don't think he's mm-hmm. getting those answers from his parents. No. Okay. I don't think James wants to talk about Snape or what, I don't think Lily wants to talk about Snape mm-hmm. or like anything that happened when they were kids. So where is he getting those answers from? <laughs> Hermione's still going to all the classes with her time turner. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Is there anything else that's going on? <laughs> Uh, what's going on next? Oh, this is the point in the book where it's like Harry sneaks into Hogsmeade and they hear all about Sirius Black and how he turned on them from... They overhear it from the teachers talking to Madame Rosmerta and Cornelius Fudge. Okay. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think, would there be any similar conversation where the teachers are all like, let's talk about the prank and the terrible things that happened when Snape was a child? Yeah. Or even overhear us, invisible child. Like, yeah. Or even let's talk about the prophecy, because we know that Snape, like Dumbledore, knows that Snape learned a bit of the prophecy. Would there be any reason why Neville or something would overhear Dumbledore talking about the prophecy with anyone else? The only thing that I can think of is maybe Lily doesn't know all the details of the prank, right? And maybe now that Sirius has died, James is like, "If it's time that I tell you what happened here." Okay. So you mentioned that, like. 
Harry isn't getting any answers from his parents and it's very frustrating to him. And the quad mm. is using the map to monitor everything all the time. And they notice that both his parents and Lupin and Dumbledore are having a meeting somewhere. Yeah. And so maybe they use the cloak and the map and they all go listen in eavesdrop. Okay. So then they get the full story of like, you know, Snape. Oh, I don't know if James would just say something along the lines of like, we knew how he felt about you, Lily. Mm. And we get a hint that James was in love with Lily. Snape. And we get the full yeah. story of like, sorry, yes, Snape was in love with Lily. We get the full story of like what happened with the prank, the reasons why Snape hated Sirius, the fact that he hates Lupin and James as well. We didn't get along. I don't think James is like, I was a bully. I think he's more like we were enemies. Yeah. And the gang remember their troubles with Draco and they're like, I understand. Yeah. Okay. okay. The next thing that's going on is the fireball. None of this is happening. Harry hasn't fallen off his broom. Not a factor. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe like all the Dementors came to the Quidditch match and like Neville passed out, but he just passed out in the stands. Yeah. Not a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. He had to go to the hospital wing. It was fine. Then it's about Harry learning how to cast the Patronus. He's already done that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Another Quidditch match. This is a Quidditch heavy book. Uh, and then Ron wakes up to Sirius Black slashing the bed curtains in the boys' dormitory. And they all have to go and sleep okay. in the Great Hall. I just can't no. see it happening. So um, um, maybe unless Snape uses the tunnel in a desperate attempt to try and steal Harry mm. or kill James. And I just don't see it happening. It's not big Snape energy for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him breaking into the boys' dormitory and attacking anyone. No. But I think it's time for Snape to progress his plan. So watch the next stage of his plan. Yeah. He took out Sirius. Everybody that he was trying to get to is now hunkered up in the castle. He's like, fuck, I've got to change my tactics. Maybe a newspaper drops about the death of Sirius and the disappearance and presumed death of Peter Pettigrew. Mm-hmm. And that something in Snape's little mind seems to twig together. And maybe he remembers that there was a spy in the Order of the Phoenix that was Mm. feeding information back. And he's like, but I haven't done anything to Peter Pettigrew. Why would he go missing? And maybe he pieces it together that Peter Pettigrew was that spy. So he goes to find him. But how would he find him? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not not opposing him putting together that Pettigrew was leaking information. Or at the very least, that Pettigrew is obviously lying and hiding about something. Because Snape's like, I don't remember killing that guy. I haven't done anything with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see the logic leap of now I'm going to abandon my position here and go and track down Peter Pettigrew, a man that I don't really care about. Yeah. And I don't know how he would do that too. Yeah. I think that's a possible move for if Snape survives all the way to the end of this book, which I don't think is going to be the case. (laughs) What's his next move? I guess he could try going through the tunnel. He would be confronted. Yeah. I think his next move is to try and make it into the castle. Yeah. Maybe, hmm. I think he's he's feeling confident because he managed to take out Sirius. Yeah. But he's like, also, I fucked up and now everyone's on their guard. I yeah. should have just, I shouldn't have fucked around with Sirius. I should have just gone straight for James. Yeah. So I feel like he's, he's going after James this time. So maybe he figures, if I go through the tunnel... Okay, so the thing is, if I go through the tunnel, I'm going to be confronted by Lupin and James, because he knows that they know about the tunnel. Yeah. But if I lure young Harry through the tunnel, James will have to come through, and then I can get them both. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's good. So he has to figure out a way to lure Harry out. He has to feed Harry either information or hints to try and lure him out of the castle. He's basically doing what, in canon, everyone's like, Sirius Black may try and lure you out of the castle. Don't do that, Harry. Yeah. (laughs) 
How's he going to do it, though? Well, he could... See, here's the thing. I was going to say, like, maybe he could send him, like, a cryptic letter or something. But if I'm 13-year-old Harry with a good relationship with my parents, and I get a cryptic letter who I think is from a serial yeah. killer, no way I go and confront him alone. I'm not stupid. I'm going to my parents. Like, I'm reckless, but I'm not a moron. Yeah. The only thing that would lure Harry mm. is, like, a need to protect his friends. But even then... He's got both of his parents at the school. Reasons that he couldn't go to the teachers last time were because... Oh, actually, why yeah. didn't he go to Lily last time? He should have gone to Lily and Philosopher's Stone, but whatever. We've, we've gone past that these days. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot his mum worked at the school. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> forgot about the Iron Fleet. Let's figure it. Yeah, I don't know where we go from here. Are we stuck? Let's, let's figure out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can come up with some sort of shenanigans that draw the kids into the hollow in the tree and into the tunnel. Maybe we can mm-hmm. build into the Lupin mystery a bit. Yeah. So Harry is unwilling to tell his friends about Lupin and why he's yep. sick because of well, yep. prejudice. We protect your uncle Lupin, blah, blah, blah. He's a good and friend. And it's been yep. like a family secret, not allowed to tell anyone under no circumstances. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a bit of a division in the group. Maybe... Hermione and Neville are on the side of there's something up with Lupin. Maybe he's got something to do with this Snape character. We only heard parts of the conversation that they were all having. Maybe Lupin and Snape have this connection. And Harry is adamant, no, no, no. Yeah, we know that something happened with Lupin and Snape because probably when they were talking about the prank, they would have just said something along the lines of, like, Sirius told Snape where to find Lupin, but they wouldn't have said in his werewolf form. So, like... It all seems very suspicious. It kind of makes it sound like maybe Snape and Lupin were in on it together. Yeah. Okay. And then, and Harry's very insistent. No, no, no. Um, he's just ill. He's a very kind man. He's my uncle, etc. And so mm-hmm. Hermione and Neville are using their logic brains and being like, Harry's too close to the situation. We're going to look into yeah. um, Lupin. So we're going to go to the Care of Magical Creatures class. And let's say that it's like on the ground floor near the grounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That's where it would be. It would be out in the grounds. So they sneak off and they steal Harry's cloak to do that because there's no way they can get onto the grounds without mm-hmm. using Harry's cloak. Harry and Ron become aware of this and yep. chase after them. They get into trouble. They, with, yeah, the they're with the map. They've got the cloak. They're all there. They're having a bit of a tiff. They're having an argument. They attract the presence of Dementors. They get chased by Dementors. They end up in the hollow of the tree. This is what Snape has been waiting for. Okay. <laughs> That's a little loose, but I'm, I'm willing to give it to you. I was thinking more along the lines of <laughs> Snape's getting desperate now, and he's like, I need to lure James, so I need Harry as bait. Yeah, I need yeah, to lure yeah. Harry, so I need his friends as bait. <laughs> what friend, What bait do I yeah. have for his friends? Like, Yeah, I don't know. I kind of think, and this is going to be anticlimactic, but I think maybe crazy Snape in his terrible brain like tries to go through the tunnel to get to Snape or Harry or whoever, or to Harry or James or whoever, but he's foiled by Remus and James and Lily and they okay. just catch him and that's the end Fair. of the book like that's a letdown but we've changed it a lot I don't know if we can bring all of the elements together like happens in the real Prisoner of Azkaban mm. either that happens or Snape just goes in the run again he's like I fucked up and I need to get out of here mm. and he leaves Hogsmeade and then maybe he goes in search of Peter Pettigrew and that puts things into motion for book four I don't see him giving up so easily hmm like, I don't think after he kills Sirius and the castle goes into lockdown, he just gives up from there. Okay. Uh, but I I kind of want him on the run because I, th- I, I th- think he's integral for book four. 
So here's what I'm going to suggest. Here's what I'm going to suggest. Yeah, I think so as well. He doesn't go too crazy brain. He maybe tries to get through the tunnel mm-hmm. by using like a human shield or something. So he Imperius is someone, I don't know, Madame Rosmerta, Ab- Aberforth again. Like he Imperius is someone mm-hmm. and he's like flying through the tunnel. So he's like on the roof of the tunnel flying because he knows how to do that. And he's Imperiusing someone below to walk mm-hmm. through towards them. They come out through the tunnel. Lupin or Snape, or, Lupin or um, James, sorry, are waiting for this moment. Someone comes through. It's Aberforth. They're like, you know, reveal yourself. They stun him. They put him to the ground. This and they're like inspecting the body to see if it's like Snape in disguise. They're using all these like revealing charms to see if there's anything with that. Snape flies out mm-hmm. and is trying to get into the school or, or like tries to attack James or something, and he is unsuccessful. Something happens when maybe the kids are in the grounds having this fight about Lupin and whether he's a like bad guy or not, mm-hmm. and they're attracted towards the sound and the noise near the Whomping Willow. So there's a big kind of altercation. Somehow, um, maybe because the kids get involved and it distracts the adults, Snape manages to go, I can't win this, and retreats. Mm-hmm. And then he fully retreats from the grounds and leaves Hogwarts and goes, I have, I have to come back again another day and yeah. have a good plan. He is... Here's what I basically think happens. I don't have a specific plan, but here's like here are the elements that I think come together. Yeah. Snape wants to get into the castle to attack James slash Remus. Yeah. James, Remus, and Lily are all ready for him. The kids get in the middle somehow. Yeah. So Snape tries to come into the castle. The kids are like investigating. They get in the way. There's some sort of big confrontation, but like the adults are unable to apprehend and stop Snape because the kids are in the middle of everything. Yeah. So Snape gets away and he's like I'm not strong enough to take everybody down on my own the only way that I am ever going to get rid of James Potter and win Lily Evans back is with the power of the Dark Lord and now he's like I've got to resurrect Voldemort again Yeah, that's what I'm saying so there's some sort of climax there I think maybe some people get injured I don't think anyone other than Sirius dies but Snape gets away Mm. and that's our conclusion to the book it sort of ends like halfway through the year basically (laughs) but that's what happens yeah and then Sirius is dead I think probably Trelawney makes a prediction that's like and now Snape's gonna go and resurrect the Dark Lord and Neville hears that and is like oh shit yeah (laughs) that's terrible no good don't like that Snape goes to find Pettigrew yeah unless oh actually hang on whoa here we go Oh, this is like opening up a whole new can of worms. Okay. The kids fuck everything up by getting in the middle. Hermione, time turner police is like, maybe we can try that again and try and not ruin everything. And she could go back and try and do it over again. Or is that too complicated? And she just gives up the time turner at the end of the year and is like, I'll take a regular amount of classes. Thank you. Hmm. What could she possibly do to interfere without bumping into her time, her past self? Yeah, I think that's too complicated. Like, I yeah. wanted to do it to sort of mirror the book, but I think it's too hard. Does Buckbeak get executed? Because the kids don't care enough about Hagrid to get involved? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think they're like, that was a dangerous animal, and it's very sad that it's going to die when it's clearly Malfoy's fault, but I don't think they're close enough to Hagrid yeah. to be researching birds and stuff like that. Yeah. I just so. think it's not their problem. They've got enough going on. There we go. Buckbeak sadly dies. <laughs> and so does Sirius. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. A real tragedy. Wow. Mighty gives up the time turner. Snape is now loose and trying to get Voldemort back. I think James James definitely doesn't stick around to be defense against the Dark Arts teacher again. No. 
Because the job's cursed. I mean... Maybe James gets injured. Maybe Snape manages to injure James. Okay, that's a good one. Because then we need... And that's why he leaves the job. We need that position open for next book. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah, how does he injure James? Does he like... Like just a terrible curse. Some sort of magical curse. Yeah, okay. And now James is like... He's got basically now a chronic condition that he has to manage. And he isn't working at the school anymore. Okay. All right. And Harry's like, I fucked up by getting in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. And like, he's angry at his parents for hiding things from him. But also it's like, well, that was my fault. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. So there's tension in the Potter family now. Real tension. Mm. And there's tension amongst the kids because they wouldn't have been out there if it wasn't for that disagreement they had. And Harry may, mm-hmm. might, will probably reveal like, oh, yeah, my uncle's a werewolf. That's why all this was happening. And you guys were on the wrong track. Mm-hmm. But I should have just told you it's all my fault. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's like, well, yeah, you should have just told us and then we wouldn't have blah, blah, blah. So there Mm -hmm. was fighting and tension among the group. I think they've, they've resolved things. Like they've gotten back to an equilibrium at the end, but it's, they're not on like a high. This wasn't a successful year. This was a year where things went badly for them. All right. Sirius dead. James injured. Remus still there as Care of Magical Creatures teacher? Uh, I don't see why not. I don't think it's revealed that he's a werewolf. No. Because that's just between the he kids. Wouldn't, ju- between him and Lily, he wouldn't have been missing doses of Wolfsbane potion. No. Like, Snape doesn't care enough to manage it for him, but Lily's taking care of him. Yeah. And, like, nobody exposes his secret to the general population. So I think yeah. he's still there and he's still employed, which is great. Love that for him. Now that Sirius is dead, actually, Dumbledore is like, no, you need to stay here. This is a safe place for you. Yeah. So, interesting. Interesting. Okay. We've really fucked things. (laughs) (laughs) This book was always going to be a challenge, but we made it through. Okay. Now we have to see what happens next. (laughs) Book four. I'm I'm excited for book four. Mm. Okay. It's interesting that we have both Pettigrew and Snape in the mix. I thought definitely we would only end with one traitor out there. (laughs) Okay. Well, um... Hmm. I've been Jem, and I just think Snape's head is full of crazy juice. <laughs> I've been Rhea, R.I.P. Serious. <laughs> Didn't expect to kill you, but it's just the way it went. Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.